Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, and welcome to the very first In The Street Talk podcast episode. This is your boy, Ray, and we're going to go a little round robin here. Next to me is... Jelly is in the house. Yo, 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 your boy, Cool J in the house. Yo, what up, it's your boy, JR. Yo, so JR, so this is probably like the 32nd time we try to uh, record our first pilot episodes, right? So... We came up with a little verse that Jay, our, our MBA, is going to read out. <laughs> Yo, this is so funny, bro. So basically, you were talking about some industry vets <laughs> dishing out some integral it, topics it, ranging from insurance, finance, to even social issues in sessions designed to share truth, creativity, and encouragement with one another that inform and inspire listeners. So, so that first introduction is exactly what you're not going to hear in Industry Talk podcast because that is very formal and it sounds like Jay is doing a midnight show somewhere in like Oklahoma or something, right? Why, why you got to put Oklahoma down? Yo, we just lost every listener from Oklahoma. Shout out to the three listeners we could have gotten in Oklahoma, all right? Don't say that. All right. So what this podcast is about, what, yo, Jelly, what do you want our listeners to get out of this podcast? I guess in for me, it's just like, look, it's four of us. That have been in this industry for such a long time. I think we have what, like Jay says, we between all of us, we have like a hundred plus years combined. I, I was doing the math the other day; it's about 60, 61. I know, but Jay always overshoots it. A hundred sounds good, though. <laughs> oh, with a hundred, with a hundred, yeah, with a with a hundred over seventeen hundred years of experience, right there. So that's how it should have been, like four New Yorkers and their producer with over seventeen hundred years of experience. This shit 70, out. 72,000 lives in their books of businesses. 72, that, that's a little bit for 1,700 years, bro. If we have only 72,000 the average, The average producer just brings in six applications Yeah, a year. but we're not, we're not. You see, Jay, you, that, that's what happens wow. with Jay. But going back to the point of us getting together um, and using our experience, I think um, the idea that we have um, between us is to kind of share our experiences and also speak to, you know, the insurance world, the people that want to become producers, you know, to kind of get a realistic view from the, you know, grassroots level to the top level in terms of growing and becoming, you know, uh, uh, creating their own careers. You say producers. What's a producer? Oh, why you put, hold up. Why you put him on the spot like that? Just tell us what a producer is. We in the street. What do you mean? We what's a producer? Well, I, I also want to make sure that if someone's listening who has no idea what our industry is, what's a producer, any acronyms that we use, we also want to make sure that we kind of clarify things for people. So a producer is someone for us is someone that produces insurance sales, right, or helps grow the insurance industry. That 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 cleared it up a lot. Like that was really that was a really good definition of a producer. <laughs> So a producer is someone who produces insurance. Produces insurance sales is what I said. We can check the videotape and the audio tape. We got to figure out the controls. And then once we figure that out, we'll be able to do it. Jay, what you got, man? I think think before Jay actually starts talking to his point, um, kudos to Jay because he was pretty much the first one that kind of brought it up to our attention. Where it's like, you know, we all kind of had it in mind. But Jonathan was like, guys, we need to get this kicked up and started. Because, you know, there is an audience out there that we can definitely reach out to and give them our side of, you know, our experiences. So, Jay, I think we get a clap or something going for Jay somewhere around there. Oh, oh shit. We know where the button is. It only took like 17 takes to figure shout out where that button is. Shout out to our is. producer, Christian. Our shout active to, producer, Christian. Big shout out to Timothy in the building. 
Timothy got fired. Oh shit. <laughs> no, I'm calling you, you missed a shout out from now on. Dude, you definitely missed a shout out. Yo, what is wrong, bro? What is it? This is our oh, first man. episode. What's going we're, on in here? Please. We already, we already got a rivalry so, here. Uh, well, if I can actually give you the exact definition of what a producer is, right? Ooh. So what an insurance producer Ooh. does is it's a licensed person to sell and negotiate life and health as well as property and casualty uh, policies and other types of insurances offered by an insurance company. So an insurance producer may work for one insurance company only to represent multiple carriers. So, that, so that's the definition that you would hear in a different podcast. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, he's going to cite it now, but we can cite it in the comments. But that's the... In, that's the Definition you get in a different podcast. The industry definition is what, Josh? Let me know. Bro, Don't let him school you like that. that. What's the sales, bro? That's it, man. That's it, Papi. Cha ching. <laughs> That's it. You gotta hit me with a cha ching. Come next on, time. man. <laughs> Give it me. Come on, man. We you definitely gotta with... get it in the street. Yo, we don't. We don't go to Webster over here, all right? So you better. You better learn. That was quick. Kaplan. That was Kaplan. Uh, well, we don't go to Kaplan either. <laughs> oh, man. So l- let's talk a little bit about like how we all met, and then and then we'll get into like ultimately why we decided to to do this. But uh, I think you started off um, the one with the most experience. I, 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 I'll get. I, well, I mean. I'm not talking. We're not comparing. No, he just said you're older. Like that. That's what I heard. Yeah, I, that's yeah. that's what it sounded way. like, right? Yeah. All right. So I, I'm the old man now, apparently. Um, so I, I, funny story, right? So Jay and I actually met interviewing for the very f- uh, well, rather for the a sales manager position at an unnamed health plan because they're not paying for sponsorship. But that's actually how like Jonathan and I met. We like. He arrived early. I got there like right on time. So hold on, you guys were applying to the same position. We were applying for the same position okay. for the same role, okay. and um, I mean, we know which one of us was better at the time because we know which one of us got it. Ooh. Shut up. Yeah, just, Ouch! I love you, Jay. Wow. No, but that, so that's how him and I actually met. Uh, was at, in that like during that interview process, and we sat next to each other and spoke on a very snowy day in February, back in 2015, downtown Manhattan. I mean, it was it was not a day to be like interviewing because the the weather was nasty out there. But you know, you know, we Who made was it hoping happen, that and... the interview was canceled. I actually wanted that shit to be canceled. I did not want to go downtown. <laughs> That's funny because I actually did not want it to be canceled. I the wanted, wanted the job. The job most didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, if I know Jay, like that, bro. Jay was probably like, "Yo, I'm a snow ski down there if I have to, crazy. bro." That's definitely, crazy. man. But definitely I mean, look, we ended up working together anyway, right? Because you ended up getting the job, you know, a little down the road. But um, you ended up joining the team down the road, and and that's actually where where I met all of you, right? So our hellas then came along. And then Jonathan and Ray, you guys came along a, a little bit after that, but around the same time. And, and that's ultimately how I connected with, with all of you guys. And I know you guys have known each other for, for much longer. Jelly? So I met Jay. Jay, well, it's 2008. Um, Jay, we have mutual friends, and that's how we kind of got um, acquainted. Um, and from the moment that I met Jay, I always saw Jay was a getter. So it was like he, we were kind of, you know, kind of competing in a way at our home, at my house, which I was living in Brooklyn at the time. And Jay was talking about how many numbers he puts in, how many hundred uh, Ks he was adding to his bank account. I'm like, wow. And I just stood quiet. Because I'm, I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, we'll see about that. But then um, we met a couple of times after that. And, you know, it was like always a cool experience to chill with Jay. So what you're saying is the first time you met Jay, you didn't like his arrogance no no that's what i got from that you know everybody's a little so different. pretty much i'm old 
And Jay's arrogant. <laughs> jelly and jelly and jelly is on a roll. Yeah, and, and I'm humble, right? I'm Mr. Humble. And, and jelly's Yo, on a roll. Wow. <laughs> but I'm I'm telling you that that's exactly how it went down. But you know, uh, we kind of kicked off, and then um, we actually met. I remember one time, Jay. Remember we was in Queens at a bar, and you had met with. Uh, we were there with Nemesio, who's a uh, shout out to Gamma Care. He's uh, the the founder of Gamma Care. Um, and we were trying to, I was uh, kind of vouching for him to get a position at the company we were at. And I don't think Jonathan agreed to the terms, whatever it was. So a couple of years later, um, I left the, the first organization I was in and I went over to United and Jonathan was a rep at that time. And he was talking to me like, guys, you know, help me, you know, trying to get to the next level. Uh, at the same time, that's when Ray, because I've known Ray for years as well. Ray was at the prior company I was in as well. And both of them were kind of in the agent role doing their thing to get promoted to the manager role. And they were blessed. And, you know, that's where we kind of all became the managers and colleagues that we, you know, started our, our career path from there on. Yeah, no, um, I, I was going to say, I actually, I met these guys like 20 minutes ago, right outside the studio, right before we started recording this podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no. So uh, um, uh, Arhelis and myself, we were, we, we were at, uh, at a company at the same time. Um, and then we we worked at a at a second organization during the same time. That's where I met Jay. Jay and I actually got promoted into management on the same day. Um, we met at a rooftop. Jay, I, I can't remember where the rooftop was. Somewhere in Midtown, my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. They they tried to wow us with a rooftop. They're like, "Yo, order whatever you want." It was all yo. good, man. Back then, it was order all good years and chicken wings and everything. Because, it was fun. because <laughs> because little did we know they were they were giving us all the. I shouldn't say that, but we were we were. Uh, <laughs> you're treading crazy I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say that. But little did we know, um, we were probably uh, getting the short end of the stick. <laughs> um, oh, really short end of the yeah. stick. Yeah. So, uh, so, but yeah. But anyway, it was fun. Um, I remember Jay. Jay walks in. You know, because when you meet Jay, man, for the first time, this it's like you meet NBA Jay. Mr. MBA. Yeah, you meet Mr. MBA, and then it's like, all right, we start hanging out, you know, then the, the 42s start flowing, and it's like, oh, oh, uh-oh. I don't know what Jay comes out, but it's 42 not 42 in the building. Is there any 42 in the building? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> and uh, Josh, I can't, I can't say I remember exactly when I met Josh, like the day that I met him, um, but if I had to take a guess, the day I resigned from, from, the, from the first organization I was with, that same day was the sales rally, right? I see, I see Jelly nodding, so I think it is. So that same day was the sales rally for we had for it this. And on the, on the wall. Right. right. And we met at a like a restaurant right in the corner of Giando, and I kind of popped in. The, the managers were having like a, a dinner or something, and uh, Arhelis was like, "Yo, you you know, just come through, like meet everybody, you know." And it was it was literally the day I resigned, the day I got the offer for the new position, and and the day I signed in. And then it was like, yo, we got we just had our sales rally. We're gonna have some drinks here, you know. All the managers are gonna be there, directors, blah blah blah. So that's the day. I think I think that's the day I met Josh. But you know, I, I don't think we we talked for a long time. But, but you know, obviously through time and working together, we you know we we started uh, getting close. Guys, you see, basically this story is our fascinating to know, and it just it's static to basically um, be able to put. Four dudes that had similar backgrounds, you know, similar uh, desires to grow into this organization and being able to put all these ideas flowing into one room. To me, that's exactly what this whole podcast is going to be capturing in for our it, audience. It, it, it's, it's funny because uh, um, Jelly started saying, because Jay comes to us to uh, um, 
to Jelly and myself and he's like, yo, I think we should do a podcast. Like, you know, we always have a lot of good insights or, you know, we could learn from each other. We we had a conversation with Josh about it and Josh was like, yo, I was, I'm thinking about doing the same thing. Like, you know, and then we we, we spoke a little bit. We said, maybe we should just do this together. And, and And I think the premise of it all was that and anyone who's listening and is in our industry can probably attest to this. Um, and we joke about it a lot, but whenever we're in a group, and I think our producer here is probably a, 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 a can, can attest to this as well because he knows about our industry. Just because anytime we get together, it's just all we talk about, right? Like we could be having a beer with people that are non-industry people, and we end up talking about work. Like so, my close friends usually know what the heck I'm talking about because we just talk about it so Their much. Their main complaint is like, you guys are always talking about insurance. You guys are always doing this and that. And we're like, oh, okay, where do we gravitate to next? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's something because we're passionate about what we do, right? I think it's something like, 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 yes, you can make a good living do, doing this, right? And and I think there's a lot of people in this business that are doing well financially. But I think in addition to that, one of the things that I like love most about it is that you're doing it in a way, and if you're doing it right, you're actually helping people, right? You're, you're putting people in a better position than when you first met them. And I think that's what I love most about it, truly. Josh, actually, when, when you when you said that to me, um, it brought two things into my head. It's kind of like the idea of who who's the ideal insurance professional? And I think that when I look back into when I first started in the industry, life insurance or just health insurance alone in itself had this perception of having this, um, you know, close to retirement. Yo, we need a new studio, bro, because this studio has like these automatic sound effects. <laughs> yeah. So basically the, but the, the whole idea of having an insurance professional to me was not like, I couldn't see as somebody was young, somebody that I could relate to. And, um, you know, as I started, getting my network expanded into the industry, I noticed it was just people like myself, not only in New York, but in other states as well, right? But I think that the perception was, like my grandma or my mom used to be like, oh, who, who can I speak to about getting life or health insurance? And we didn't know, right? So it's kind of like, how, who, who do you reach out to in these cases? And I think that for us, is our audience or our friends, our family members, and, and those individuals that don't know where to start, it's for us, the, the purpose of the podcast is to make sure that that information is accessible to all of them. Yeah, I think it's, it's important to like note that um, w- what we're doing and, and how we are impacting people's lives when it comes to health insurance, life insurance, insurance in general, truly, it, you know, you can do it in a way where you are making a positive impact on people's lives. And one thing I want to note to everyone, and we're dealing in an age, right, and, and the pandemic and post-pandemic where, you know, people are working from home. So you're, you're going to truly see us at our rawest and you're going to hear the background noise you're going to hear family and and i think anyone that which it should be everyone listening to this we've all had to deal with working from home and things like that and we all had to deal with these things um like just what what it's like working from home so you know just bear with us as we work through this and 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 work out the kinks but i think it's important to note that you know what we're hoping to accomplish here right with our target audience our target audience are folks in the insurance industry that are looking to make an impact on other people's lives and those who are not in the insurance industry who have ever thought about doing it or have been influenced or or spoken to someone else or if you're just not happy in your day-to-day job and you want to do something else and make an impact in somebody else's life we got a job for you one of the things that again that, that i love about this is you know 
when it comes to this, there's a lot of positives that, that come from working in, in the insurance industry and, and, and working with people and helping them make, make the, the informed decision when it comes to any insurance, really. But like Jelly, talk a little bit about, you know, why you're doing this, not why you're doing this podcast, but why do you do this? Why are you in this business to begin with? I guess for me, it's, it's, it's self-satisfying, to be honest. It's, um, I kind of stumbled across this opportunity when back in 2006. And at the time, <clears throat> to me, it looked like a job, right? Um, but as I gained experience and saw what I was being able to do in the community I was serving, which was and kind of still is the area where I grew up on, and seeing how of a resource I was to my community kind of like got me that self-satisfaction where, you know, people like would say things. And it's like, you know, you, you felt great about it. I, I worked in different uh, companies before in terms of like, you know, uh, different types of employments. And it was like, I was in situations where like, okay, next, next, next. And it was like, he was dying for the time to come to go home. I worked in offices where it was like, you would, I, I was working from one to nine o'clock. And it was like, from that time I clocked in, which was at one o'clock, I'm like, shit, I got eight hours to go. And it was like switching over to where I'm at now of, you know, this career that I started back in 2006, I don't look at my watch for nothing. It's like the time flies by and I've done it in an independent, uh, now I'm in an independent role and I've done it in a captive role. And it's always, it's been this kind of the same feeling where you don't see the time. Now that I'm in an independent role, I kind of have more of a work-life balance because now I dictate how I carry out my marketing day. And then, you know, I also can dedicate more time to the family as well. But it's more of that, like, you know, having that self-gratification and knowing that, you know, there is a an opportunity to you to succeed um, instead of it being where, like, you feel like you're a robot at work. I think for me, uh, it also there's a lot of satisfaction that comes from, from this role, right? Uh, you know, when, when you sit down with someone who has, you know, either never met with another agent or has met with several other agents and they really just like have no idea what direction to go to, like wh where to go in life, where it's like where you're able to kind of put them on the path that makes it easier for them going forward. They know like how their plan works and, and they know that they're in the right plan now and, and then going forward. Uh, there's a lot of sat satisfaction that comes from that. Not that plus also just ed educating them on all the different things that are available to them when it comes to like state and federal programs and things like that. So for me personally, just like being able to help and guide people in that way, there's a lot of satisfaction when it comes to that. Um, you know, what would you say, Jake? Um, I think in terms of the, the career itself, you know, when we, when we stumble across it, it's a self-gratifying, you know, for the most part. It's being able to to provide value and and care to to your clients so uh that changes the monotony of the routine of the work so it's not sort of like a job that i have to go nine to five clock in and you know do the same thing over and over so luckily in our careers we whether you work for yourself as an independent broker or you work for an organization as a captive insurance agent your day-to-day is not the same. You do not, you hardly stumble across the same story, you know, and it's very self-gratifying when you do come across a person who needs the help and the resources and just being able to guide them the, towards the right direction. is something that adds value to anybody's day. You know, I've, uh, in my career I has stumbled across plenty of my clients who, you know, did sometimes it's, it's just gives me the chills just to see their living situation, you know, or just to say that, look, they don't have somebody to talk to. 
Um, so I think that that adds um, just a lot more value to my day other than the financial lu lucrative uh, career that you could turn into. So for me, basically, that's one of the reasons why I love what I do, because I found passion. And someone told me um, a very long time ago, find something that you're passionate about and then the money will follow. So don't do things just because of the, the incentive, financial, the financial incentive, but do it more from a valuable standpoint. Even to that point, I think um, we've kind of spoken of, you know, our impact on the community. But um, and I think, Ray, you could pretty much more add more meat to this um, this subject. You know, opportunities that we've created to people that are colleagues of ours. You know, we've been in a position of management and, you know, we've put people into in certain positions where they kind of been, have been able to kind of excel. Um, that's another aspect of it that I think, um, you know, we should also definitely consider. You know, th this is... Um it's funny, the, like the way I see it in an insurance producer, right? Like probably one of the oldest professions in the world, right? Or, or like insurance has been around, around for a really long time. And now we're living in a world where things are being disrupted. You know, like whole industries are changing the way that business is done. Um, but it's hard to disrupt real, genuine encounters. So, like, I know everybody here that has produced for, for a certain amount of time, and, and very quickly, when I, like, probably a couple months in, you'll probably have a story of one of your members or one of your clients that you enrolled, right? Whether that be a um, a sad story, a, a, a crazy story, like, oh, my God, look what happened to me in a home visit in, in a New York City apartment building, right? Or, or a really funny story or, or you know, a story that touched you in, in some type of way, right? So... As as our sponsors just as our sponsors just <laughs> that's a dollar in the jar in the mic jar, um, but no 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 because that was actually he wanted to do that that was sound effect yeah that was a sound effect so you know as <laughs> but I'm sure that it's and my point was that it's hard to disrupt when you have these personal encounters right um i have clients that i enrolled years ago that have my personal number that still call me that send me pictures of their grandkids or or tell me hey you know my daughter is graduating or this or that or whatever the case is and it's because through what we do we create these personal relationships right um yeah a lot of them are professional and yeah not all of them are the same but you can really impact someone's life that needs to or wants to be impacted right um and especially with the with the population that we deal with right with medicare uh, the medicare beneficiary population right um either disability or or have aged into medicare and they're retired and and in a city like new york you know you have a lot of these people are alone right that their spouse may have passed or you know their kids grew up and have their own lives and they don't have anyone to talk to and you know you just talk to someone and you you literally you impacted somebody's life just by listening to what they had to say and just having a, a five minute conversation with them. So I, that's what's special about this. And, 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 and what's important here as my producer gives me a note on how it impacted what? <laughs> Let me pick that one up, right? <laughs> so the impact of how you change a, an agent's life. Yeah, is yeah, that what you're referring we, to? We, so, um, yeah, I think that, I think that that's actually one of the, the biggest thrills too, to be able to put people on, you know, Someone, um, you, you, I think that the amount, the impact that you can make can be extremely large primarily just because of, you know, when you hire an individual that has a family, 
you are hiring the extensive family as well. So you want to make the extent. Yeah, I'm sorry, the extended family. So (laughs) you want to be able to make sure that you take care of those people, you know, Um, and being able to just put them in a better situation than when you first met them. So I think that overall, we're not only being um, somebody who's helping the clients, but you're also helping out those individuals, agents and their families. So, all right. So. We're going to go rapid fire. We're going to go, we're going to wrap this uh, pilot episode of out. What do you want our listeners to get? What's the most important thing? We'll start with Josh. I think uh, for me, one of the most important things that I want our listeners to get is you are going, we're, we're going to teach you how to do a job that you're going to get a lot of satisfaction from. Uh, you're going to get a lot of freedom uh, when it comes to that. Uh, you'll be able to make potentially a, a great, a living, but also, you know, you'll be able to make an impact on not only your own life, but other people's lives in a positive way. And I think, you know, you're going to learn from, from folks that combined, we have probably 60 plus years of industry experience, but also truly people that just want to share the knowledge that we've gained over the years with, with you at no cost to you. I want our audience to get the sauce. <laughs> Who got the sauce? We got the sauce. <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I generally want our audience to be able to change the perception about the insurance industry, you know, um, how they're able to pretty much make a lucrative career while adding value to their everyday living. So for me, that's what I would like our audience to get. I guess for me, it's just um, the fact that, and I hope that as our podcast develops and evolves, that we can have those opportunities where uh, a listener can reach out, you know, and ask questions. We plan to have um, visitors as well to attend these podcasts to kind of share their insight as well, because we're we're all very connected and sometimes hearing things from a different um, perspective from someone who's a leader in a certain organization or for or from someone that, you know, kind of created their business from scratch, you know, just to give those insights, I, I think would be valuable to to the listeners. What do I want? I want I want a I want a two way communication to, to come out of this podcast. I want us to spark conversation. I want people to to talk to us and, and us to talk to people. I want us to listen to each other. I don't want this to be a we're industry veterans who know yes, it all yeah. and you know we're just going to school you on what we know like I, I don't think any of us want that um I, I think we want this to be a two-way conversation we want to we want to put that insurance bug in you it's important it's important to educate our fellow our, our communities on insurance on all types of insurance it's important to, to put that knowledge out there so that we are all more educated consumers and together you know the four the five people in uh, in this podcast today recording with Hopefully, the thousands of people that are going to be listening together, our voice can be heard, uh, and and we can learn from each other, and, and we could take this, you know, a, a very long way. So, um, that's what I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping that we have a lot of fun doing it, and that we don't take it seriously because this is, you know, it, it's it's work and it's good and it's important, but you know, we got to make sure that we have fun doing it as well. That sums it up. That's it, guys. It's a wrap. Yeah.